0: Today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. A marathon session of Hamilton City Council yesterday that uh, finished off apparently about 3.30 in the morning. Uh, And uh, well, at the end of the day, uh, after a very long meeting, they have decided to release some of the documents, we're told, relating to the Coots Paradise sewage spill and to apologize for not having given all this information to us in the past uh obviously this is a reaction to a lot of the public pressure that we've talked about over the last couple of days uh we have reached out i got to tell you in the interest of full disclosure reached out to a number of different counselors today and uh, they're not responding to our phone calls they're probably all in bed right now since they didn't get to bed probably till after four o'clock this morning uh laura babcock has been following this story she is president of power group and she joins us here on the bill kelly show to talk about this morning laura how are you doing today
1: I'm apparently doing better than the counselors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: I got. To, I went to sleep. I mean, you when they went into closed session, I I said, like, and wh- by the way, I woke up at three thirty to start working on the show today, and and I guess they were just finishing off. Uh, I, I guess the obvious question here: Are we pleased with the outcome when all was said and done?
1: Well, of course not. When you think about the fact that it took them, they went back in camera to get more legal advice to decide whether or not to apologize to us for when they took legal advice and engaged in a cover-up for the last however many 11 months. Uh, It was bad optics for them, and I don't know about you, Bill, but when I'm talking to my kids and trying to get them to apologize for something that we all know that they did, if it took them that many hours to come to terms with it, I wouldn't think that the apology was very sincere. So just the fact that they had to spend all that time going back in camera again, which optically, of course, looks terrible, uh, for what? to fight about whether or not we deserve an apology, to fight about which of the documents we should getting, be getting back when here we have Sandy Shot, Queens Park, demanding all the documents from the Ministry of the Environment. I don't understand why some councillors clearly still do not get that they broke the public trust, clearly still do not get that we have a right to that information. They still, They don't get it, Bill, and they're still trying to fight. You know, they're kind of like, ripping on with their fingernails trying not to admit what they've done and not to fully show us the extent of this sewage spill which affects us and of course affects Burlington and affects the flora and the fauna and the animals and as I said the biggest thing it affects is the public trust.
0: A couple of things and takeaways from yesterday as I was scribbling notes watching this last evening uh, and I wanted to get your comments on the one was the revelation and I guess maybe we sort of knew this but I think it was underscored yesterday That the previous council knew a good deal about this before the election, and they they pretty much, I'm not going to suggest they buried it, but they certainly didn't talk about it and they didn't make anything public. And the fact that it was so close to the election uh, makes me wonder as, as, as to whether or not they had ulterior motives to that, and that bothered me. And the other was the but, point that you just brought up: is the indignation by some of these counselors that the you know the attitude seemed to be is look at we know what we're doing here. How dare you try to quali- you know tell us that, that that we were doing something wrong? And I, they just didn't seem to get the message.
1: So first of your two points, the Red Hill cover up. Remember what yep. staff brought back up in September before last election? These both of these uh, cover ups were known. Both of these colossal screw-ups by the city and I'm trying to pick nice language for the morning here Bill uh, were known by councillors before the last election now some new councillors got on board and we saw last night it was only really the new councillors that seemed to really get what had gone wrong and they're the ones who pushed for the apology Uh, so let's look at the old councillors who got back on they knew before the last municipal election about the Red Hill documents and they knew about the size of this sewage spill and so the fact that we have seen them not only try to float this excuse for the last week that, you know what, we were just protecting the taxpayer, it's what we do, we don't tell the truth about a lot of stuff, they seem to think that that's okay. And it took the new councillors, Maureen Wilson in particular, putting herself out there last night to push them to do the right thing to just simply admit that they screwed up on the cover-up. And they still won't even give us the full documents on the actual incompetence around the giant's. Environmental catastrophe that happened on their watch. So there isn't a great morning and a great new sunlight of transparency and accountability. Some of the older school counselors, the longtime counselors, feigned. You know, they a lot of uh, pretend concern last night. They talked in low voices and and asked questions. Did we put anyone at harm? Tell us that we didn't do anything wrong. I mean, it was watching quite a show, Bill. And so. Uh, Forgive me if I'm wrong, but the last time that we saw council hunker down till 3.30 in the morning behind closed doors was when they were deciding whether or not to do a judicial investigation on the Red Hill. This is not a council that understands ethics or transparency or the public's right to know, and it took a week of us screaming from the top of our lungs on TV, on radio, in letters to the editor, and emails to their offices, going up to them in public for them to even eke out an apology at 3.30 in the morning. So no, this is not good enough. And, uh, you know, your second point around the fact that this is something that they, they seem to really struggle with understanding. I hope that the public realizes that this is a pyrrhic victory at best, meaning we might have gotten an apology, but the damage done to us and the damage done to our natural environment and to our relationship with Burlington and the RBG and our partners and our brand, Ashley, uh, is so great that this is no victory at all.
0: And your point about public health, and I know there were a number of questions by a number of counselors last evening uh, saying, you know, did we really put people at risk? And and they seem to get some sort of assurance from the, the public health department, the medical officer. Uh, that was on duty, Dr. Harvey, that uh, no, 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 th- that didn't happen. But I heard little if none, Laura, discussion about ecosystems and about the environmental damage that is caused by this. And and I, I don't consider myself in any way to be an expert in this, but let's face it, if you dump that much crap into the water system at Coots Paradise, don't tell me it's not going to have an impact.
1: Well, and that's why it was very difficult to take. And, and this story, uh, Council thinks for one second this is not going to dog them for years. They're crazy because... Just the fact that, yes, the E. coli levels went back down to normal, and so counselors said, oh, well, the problem is fixed. No, actually, the RBG said that the level of that kind of sewage dump actually deprived oxygen of all the species on the bottom of Coots Paradise. Uh, we have no idea how it impacted people who use the, the well water out of Coots and Sandy Shaw is demanding answers from the ministry. We haven't even seen the environment impact reports from the province and the Ministry of the Environment on this. We have reports of people anecdotally saying that, you know, when they would kayak, if they touched the water, they'd get rashes and things. We don't know if people who were immunity compromised had any kind of deleterious impact because of this. So I hope that none of that happened and there was no real danger to anybody or anything. But I think we're seeing evidence, at least in terms of the biosphere, that there has been an impact. And I'm not here to raise alarm bells. And as they said, a groundswell of hysteria was what Sam, Cal- Sam Marula called all of our public outrage, which I think is highly offensive. Uh, it's not just that I'm, uh, I'm not trying to raise alarm. I'm trying to say just because they say so, we don't, we can't trust the city. We need to see the documents. We need to look at this probably for a few years to find out the real impact of this sewage spill. So I wish they would just say, you know what, we don't have all the answers. We know we should have told the public, so at least we could have worked on this together and mitigated it. That's what would have been a victory last night, Bill, but that's not what we got. We got a little bit of documentation and an apology after, uh, what, how many hours, six, seven hours of them trying to figure out how to do the right thing?
0: You used the word "victory" a couple of times there, just a couple of seconds ago. I saw a tweet that you put up about an hour ago, uh, and you classified this as a, a, a pyrrhic victory. You might want to explain that to our listeners.
1: Yeah, a pyrrhic victory is a is a victory that uh, takes such a toll on the victor, so to speak. So if if it's a vic, if it's a pyrrhic victory for the Hamilton population who was demanding accountability from our council last night. It took such a toll on us, such a toll on our environment, uh, such a toll on, uh, as I said, our brand and everything else that it's no victory at all. It's actually a defeat, uh, and that's what it means. So if I see one councillor try to take a victory lap and say, well, you know, we're going to move on now because we did the right thing and we apologize, I'm not going to stomach that now there are too many people who are too concerned and the effort it took to get that apology there was a moment last night bill that uh, i think we should loop and run for years in this city and it's when maureen wilson councillor wilson who was pushing for the apology when she she was saying you know we have people in my ward who use that water whose children use play in that water who kayak in that water whose dogs use that water and then she took a big pause and i thought to myself okay what's happening here and then she said you know what the door was opened earlier in the conversation somebody around this table already talked about our in camera session so she said so i'm just going to tell you what happened and she said i was in tears i was begging my council colleagues to release this information when we were meeting in camera, uh, and it was a really powerful moment where Maureen just went for it, and then of course Terry Whitehead immediately shut her down and said, "You know, don't stray into any other in-camera meetings." And Sam Marula had to say that, "Oh well, I was the one who really wanted it more than you, Maureen." I mean, so the whole thing got silly, but it was a moment where we saw a counselor say. You know, I, I can't take this anymore. If there is any kind of way that I can tell the truth right now without being against council Code of Conduct, I'm going to take that moment. So kudos to Maureen Wilson for showing us some moral leadership last night.
0: Yeah, she showed some humanity. She was on the program yesterday. I know you heard the interview that I did with her and that when she was talking about the motion that she was going to present, and there's a, there a certain human characteristic to, to her uh, segment with me yesterday, and certainly I saw that again uh, last night at council, as opposed to some of the self-aggrandizing comments. I mean, I, one counselor actually started to talk about his, his election and and how, you know, this be all because of me. And this is not about you, people. This is about what you did and, and the betrayal of public trust. And it's not, it, you can't say, well, all's well that ends well because nobody died, uh, nobody was poisoned, nobody has been infected by this. That's not the point. The point is, is they withheld information, and they damn well did it because they were afraid of the embarrassment that was going to be caused.
1: Absolutely. And, Bill, again, we don't know. We don't know that there wasn't anybody who was impacted. You know, and I'm not, again, when you put that much sewage mixed into water, water that people draw from their well, water that people recreate in, water that, you know, affects a a world biosphere, uh, you know, when you do that, it's just logical to assume that there is going to be some sort of deleterious, some sort of negative impact right so their assurances that all's well that ends well and what people really want to focus on is just how do we move on no actually what people want to focus on is really what happened show us the documents get the documents from Queen's Park from the province we need full disclosure on all of this and we need these counselors to either some of them to either resign when we get all that information out or to have their wards right now as John Best told you on your program yesterday Start searching for other candidates, candidates that understand ethics and transparency, candidates that don't think this culture of cover-ups and this arrogance that says, oh, we'll only tell the little public what they need to know when we feel as though we'll we'll look the best when we do it. I mean, give me a break. It's it's absolute, sorry, I almost swore there, Bill. I'm very frustrated. And just because they managed to eke out an apology doesn't, I don't think shouldn't take down any of the anger and any of the demands for accountability from the people of Hamilton. Look,
0: like, there's, there's an underlying current of, of uh, I think a common theme that I've seen in a lot of the social media response and some of the emails that I've received over the last 24 hours about this and it's even notwithstanding what council decided to do at 3 30 this morning and, and to release some of these documents and give kind of a half-handed uh, apology to this. The, the current, Laura, seems to be what else are they hiding from us? And i would got Absolutely. to tell you, if I were an elected official right now, I'd be very concerned about that. I mean, it goes back to that word again, trust.
1: Absolutely. I've heard two themes, and I, like you, inundated. I've never seen so much public anger right across the board, ever. And the common themes I've seen is forget the apology, they need to resign. They broke our trust. We can't trust them going forward, period. And B, uh, and what else? Don't we know about? I mean, it took tremendous effort to find out about the Red Hill and to get a judicial review, and it took the Hamilton Spectator to find out about the magnitude of this spill. And you still had our mayor, after six days of silence, trying to double down and say, well, you know, we did the right thing listening to legal. And when he was asked by uh, the CH reporter, can we trust you? You saw him, oh oh, 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 I'm a trustworthy guy. No, you know what? We don't trust. We don't trust anymore. We'd be fools to trust. I said on the O Show, Bill, that, you know, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool them all, all of the time. And I think we've gotten to a point here in Hamilton where we're starting to look like fools and feel like fools, and we're foolish if we let this council get away with this. CTV had a story last night that Marian Mead Meadward, the mayor of Burlington, is furious about how she's been treated. When it, even yesterday, she hadn't even received a formal kind. Of, I was on the radio with her in Toronto. She hadn't even received a formal notice from the city by noon yesterday. And we also had the Toronto Sun, a conservative paper, saying how badly Hamilton Council has screwed us over. So this is much bigger than the little bit of apology we got last night. We need full disclosure. We need to see the documents, and I don't think we should trust them.
0: Well, we're going to give our our listeners an opportunity to weigh in on this as well. This is uh, far from over, and uh, there's more to come on this as we get some of these documents and I think get a a clearer picture as to exactly what happened and and who didn't do uh, what they should have done. Laura, as always, thank you so much for this. Great having you on the show today. Thanks, Bill. Laura Babcock from Power Group. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon
1: on 900 CHML.